This is the Redeemed Christian Church of God, more than conquer perish. To continuous growth in God, we understand from that Second Peter three eighteen that it is the desire of God for us to grow continually. Um, there's no parent that will be happy seeing his or a child um, repeating the same class. That will not happen. <laughs> The same thing with the Almighty God. Happy or pleased when He sees you not advancing in Him. They the, see the space, the the the, the, the opportunities. They they are just why that God gives us so many opportunities to grow. And so we have opportunities to grow. We must take advantage of them. And I see the revival as a, as a big opportunity as well for us to grow. And we have looked at the God's, um, God's word and commandment to the East, and we read from verse 1 to the end. Now, one of the lessons the Lord brought our way yesterday where we stopped was, which is point number four, is be zealous for the Lord, be zealous for his people, be zealous for his kingdom, and be zealous for the lost. That when you, when you keep all this uh, uh, in your heart and you pursue them daily, you will see that you keep growing as you're zealous for God. And so this morning we are going to look at number five, beware of pride. Beware of pride. Uh, Deuteronomy chapter 8, verse, verse 17 to 18. I read, it says, And thou shalt say in thy heart, My power, can you see it? My, 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 my power and the might of my hand has gotten me this wealth. Verse 18, but thou shalt remember the Lord thy God, for it is he that giveth thee power to get wealth, that he may establish his covenant which he swore unto thy fathers as it is this day. Shout a big hallelujah. Shout a big hallelujah. So pride, beware of pride. Now, one of the, the biggest problems faced by Israelites in their work with God uh, is the issue of pride. And we can trace pride to one person, the devil. He was the first person that exhibited pride. He taught within himself, as you see in Revelation chapter 12, verse, from verse 1, uh, we saw it said within himself that he will ascend onto the hill. It's going to be like the most high God. He thought about it. So the first thing I want us to note this morning by the help of the Holy Ghost, when we talk about beware of pride, is pride begins from the heart. That's number one. Pride begins from the heart. Pride begins from the heart. Pride begins from the heart. You see, pride starts gradually as a thought process. 
you start thinking about it, you conceive it. Now, the Bible says in the book of Isaiah chapter 14. So two uh, additional Bible references that you can write down is um, Revelation 12. You can read from verse one, uh, you know, uh, you can read the entire chapter. It talks about, uh, you know, the devil. It talks about his pride. And then also additionally, the prophet Isaiah talks about also what made devil, the Lucifer himself to fall. It was this issue of pride. Now, um, the, that you can find in Isaiah chapter 14. In Isaiah chapter 14, from verse 12. Verse 12 says, Thou art, how art thou fallen from heaven, O Lucifer, son of the morning? How art thou caught down to the ground, which did weaken the nations? Can you see? Look at verse 13. For thou hast said in thy heart, I will ascend into heaven, and I will exalt my throne above the stars of God. I will sit also upon the mount of the congregation in the sides of the north. Now I said, verse 14, I will ascend above the heights of the clouds, and I will be like the most high God. So pride begins from the heart. The Bible also tells us in Deuteronomy 8, 17, where we read, and thou say in thy heart. So it tells you that whenever you see yourself exhibiting pride, it has been conceived. It's a matter of the heart. So what you have conceived it, and then you see your mouth altering. Now, simply put, what is pride? Pride simply tells you that you are better than others. That is a simple definition of pride. One seeing himself more better off than other people. That is the simple definition. Oh, I can pray more than him. I can preach more than him. Why is it him? I'm even older than him. Why are they not calling me? By the way, pride, it begins from the heart. Now, number two that I want you to note down under uh, this issue of pride is pride or now. So because it begins from the heart, so pride also proceeds from thoughts, from our thoughts. So it first of all develops through thought. You begin to think about it and somehow you see yourself manifesting it. Now, number three, Pride is a spirit. Pride is a spirit from the devil, from the Lucifer himself. Now, pride is a spirit. It's not a clean spirit. It's, a, it's an unclean spirit that, is, that has reduced some families to a piece of bread, that have reduced some great men and women, great youth, great you know, both male and female, that has reduced some to a piece of bread because of pride. Pride offers nothing but destruction. That's point number four. Pride offers nothing but destruction. Pride offers nothing but destruction. Pride offers nothing but destruction. Now, so also when we talk about pride, we're now talking about uh, the day, you know, the uh, I mentioned first, I say pride tells you you are better off than others. 
Yes. The second one is pride, uh, you know, uh, would not allow you to accept your fault. He will not. Pride will always tell you you are right. Even when it is evident before you that you are wrong. Pride tells you, no, that you are right. That is pride for you. That is pride for you. Now, another, another issue or another thing we could also draw out from pride is that you see a, a, a boastful person or a proud person, a boastful person or, the, or a proud person, uh, they think they are standing, but whereas they already fallen. Because the moment the thought starts, the falling have started in the order of Lucifer. The moment the thought starts, the moment it's conceived, then the falling starts gradually. This morning, I pray for you. In any area where you are falling, you will rise up by the power of the Holy Ghost in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Number, oh, okay, I'm beginning to lose count now, but that's fine. Uh, just make sure you're taking note and taking this to art and apply it in your life. Another thing we see with pride, which perhaps is the biggest problem, and this is where God's challenges eat, or anyone having issue with pride, is that people that are full of pride, they try to assume the place of God. Because any man that thinks that he's better than another person, you know what you're saying? One, you are saying, God, you don't know your work. You don't know how to create. You are saying that I, I, I you, are, you, are, you are trying to think ahead for God. You are trying to take the place of God. You are trying to assume the place of God. You're trying to say, God, you could have created. That means, Lord, you didn't create, create, you know, you know, create me. What well. that is literally what you're saying. So, a boastful person, the, the God's main challenge with that is that the person is taking the place of God, and God says something that He will not share His glory. And so now you will understand when the Bible tells us, "Pride goeth before." Destruction. Let's open our Bible to uh, um, Proverbs chapter 6, um, 16, sorry. Proverbs 16, and we'll read verse 18 to 19. Let's read it together. You can unmute your divide because this is an important subject, not only within the church, in your place of work, in family pride that pull many families apart, I pull many husband and wife, maybe just saying sorry, either the man or the woman. Saying sorry to themselves could have solved many problems, but pride, but pride, pride. Many young brothers and sisters or family that could have been in peace, going from glory to glory, pride will not allow them to say sorry. This morning, the Lord will deliver as many that are under the oppression of pride in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Now, let's uh, read Proverbs 16 from verse Proverbs 16 from verse 18 to 19. Uh, let's read together or meet your devices. One, two, go. Pride, Hallelujah. Thank you. You may meet your devices. So, brethren, 
Now, again, uh, you know, number two under this category, talking about now the, the, the God position on it. You see, I, God, the thing is that anybody that is a bit pride is trying to take the place of God. And then also God, that to explain why God resists the proud. God hates the people that are, uh, you know, are boastful. He resists. When you resist something, you don't, I don't want to have anything to do with this one. He resists the proud, but he did what? Give grace to the humble. So brethren, why not choose to be humble in the sight of God and man? Then God gives you grace. Do you know pride has sent some people out of their place of work? Yes. Because when they are corrected, when they do that, they, they prove that they know everything and they talk to their manager anyhow. They are Christians, so they speak in tongues. They still come to church and shout to be hallelujah. Help me shout a big hallelujah. And God will look at her and say, ah, my daughter, my son, when will you be free from your pride? Brethren, some people have lost business opportunity because of pride. Some people have lost valid promotion because of pride. Now, the shocking thing is that the issue of pride is also prevalent in the church among believers, as it is also in among unbelievers. Can you, in fact, it shocked me to know that even unbelievers, they like, they, they prefer somebody who is not pride, you know, who's not boastful, than somebody who is full of himself. Yes, I've heard many people say that. There are not even tongues with, they don't even, they've not accept Jesus. Not to talk about God, the Almighty. Now we have a case study in the Bible. And that case study can be found in the book of Luke, chapter 12. Let's, let's see how much God will help us look at that uh, case. Uh, Luke chapter 12, aside from the Israelite, Luke chapter 12. You want to grow in God? Do away with pride. Be humble. Be humble. Beware of pride. Be humble. Now, this case can be found in Luke chapter 12, verse 15. And he said unto him, Them, take heed and beware of covetousness. For a man's life consisted not in the abundance of the thing which he possessed. And he spake a parable unto them, the ground of a certain rich man bringeth forth plenty, plentifully. And he thought within, can you see it again? He thought within himself. So it's a thought process. Now, we don't have time, you can read the rest. But we know what happened. God said to him, thou fool, in verse 20, thou fool. Today, this night, thy soul shall be required of thee. And he perished. The goods, all the wealth, somebody else took over. Somebody else will not take over your labors in the name of Jesus. Amen. I said somebody else will not take over your labor in the name of Jesus. Amen. So be humble at work, at home. Be humble. Now, finally, as we pray, how do we know or how do we see pride as a bit? What are, what do we, how do we know it? How do we know if you have pride? How will you, how will I myself know if I have pride? Number one, through the words of my mouth. I want you to note it down. How would you know if you're a Christian that is still full of yourself? The words that you say. The words of your mouth. Some people will say some things they will not bring God in. They share testimony. There is no place of God. 
pride. They share testimony attributed to their expertise. They share testimony attributed to their own skills. They share testimony to attributing it to their own permutation or their calculation, leaving out the almighty God. It's a sign of pride. Number two, how do you know that you have pride? When somebody do you good and you cannot say thank you, it's a sign of pride. I want you to note it down. When somebody, when you are, when you receive a benevolence from the almighty God and you cannot say thank you, it's a sign of pride. That's why some people don't give testimony, not because they don't have, but pride will not allow them. Pride will not allow them. Pride. So number two, how do you yourself, how do myself know if there is pride in my life when I cannot say thank you to God? When I am, when, when you are beginning to feel too big to say thank you to your children, to say thank you to your wife, to say thank you to your husband, to say thank you to that little brother, little sister that are helping you either in the church, in your place of work, somebody teaches you how to do something in your place of work. You couldn't tell him thank you. Pride. Number three, how do we know whether you have pride or not? In the way you walk. Have you seen some people walk? They walk like this. Their walk alone tells us this one, the, the father of pride resides in him or her. But that will not be your testimony. Yeah. Brethren, there's nothing to do with pride. It, the end result is destruction. It denies opportunity. Even to man, if you are proudful, or boastful to, to a man, he wouldn't want to give you opportunity because he knows the end result. He knows when you get there, you're going to be talking about yourself. He knows that you won't attribute anything to him that have sent you. Pride, pride. Pride is destroying many homes, has destroyed many homes, many businesses, many wonderful family, pride. This morning, you are going to chase out the spirit of pride out of your life. In the mighty name of Jesus. I say you will chase it out in the mighty name of Jesus. And lastly, so who can tell me quickly, how do we know a person has pride? I've mentioned three now. Yes, somebody uh, unmute yourself. Tell us number one. From the, words of their mouth. From the way they speak. The words of their mouth. Number two. When someone thinks that they are better than everybody. Okay. Okay. All right. Thank you. Uh, Mommy said from the way they walk. Well, that's point number three. Who can tell us number two? When Ingratitude. Someone you food, you don't say thank you. Ingratitude. Where you cannot say thank you to people and to God. It's a sign of pride. All right. And then uh, number three, which Mommy mentioned, the way they walk. They walk like this. They walk like emperor. And then lastly, how do we know if you have pride? How do we know if there is pride in your heart? It is simple. The moment you begin to see yourself better than others, the moment you refuse to learn the moment you are too big to learn from others, 
is a sign of pride. Oh, he's too small, I cannot learn from him. He will take me for granted. It's a sign of pride and so on and so forth. When somebody's wrong and refuses to accept that he's wrong, it's a sign of pride. I want you to bow down your head this morning. It's an important issue that is in the church, that is in homes, community, that is tearing the world apart, issue of pride, and it's from the devil. So you're going to pray this morning. You're going to say, Father, thank you for sending your word unto me. Please open your mouth this morning and begin to appreciate God first. Remember we said, one of the ways to prove if a man has pride is when he refuses to give God time. Father, I thank you for sending the word unto me this morning. I give you the glory. I give you the honor. I give you the praise. For in Jesus' most glorious name, we have prayed. Amen. Now, I'm going to ask for God for mercy. When you finish with that, there are other prayer points, and then after, we are going to be commanding. But before we command, we need to plead for mercy. You are going to say, Father, have mercy on me. If in, in any way I've exhibited pride, either through the thought of my heart, through the way I walk, through the way I talk, or through the way, through my action, open your mouth and talk to God this morning. God told the people of Israel, he said, don't say in thy heart, it was my power that has brought me thus far. Don't say in thy heart, it was my power that brought me thus far. Don't say in thy heart, it was my power that brought me thus far. Deuteronomy 8, 17. Don't say in thy heart, it is thy power that has brought you thus far. Don't say it in thy heart. Cry to God. This morning I say, Father, have mercy on me. In any way I have exhibited pride in the words of my mouth, in my thought, in my character, in the way I walk, in the way I do things. Lord, any way you know me better. Please have mercy on me, for in Jesus' name we have prayed. Now you are going to unmute your device and place your hand on your chest. Place your right hand on your chest like this and unmute your devices as we pray this next prayer. You are going to say, my father. My father. My father. Through the seed of pride. Out of my heart in the mighty name of the Second to the last prayer, you are going to see my father. My father. Let the words of my mouth.
you are going to command you are going to say you foul spirit you unclean spirit you spirit of pride i have no part with you you have no part with me Leave my destiny alone in the name of Jesus. Open your mouth and begin to command Ancient of days. I want you to please place your right hand on your on your chest as the Lord has instructed. The Lord said as they put their hand on their chest, the seed of pride will be uprooted. Mm-hmm. You see, uh, there is more to still talk about, of course, about pride. But to some, God is saying they inherited it from their, their parents. Some, they have parents who are boastful. And that led to their sudden death. And now they've inherited this. Now, I pray, Father, this morning will return the glory and honor to you. You're bringing our hearts to, to see an important issue, an important matter. This morning, nation of days, we thank you. Lord, you don't want us to fall into the error of the Israelites who thought within themselves that their power has brought them wealth. But Lord, we have seen many examples like the rich fool in the Bible, the example of Nebuchadnezzar, the example of Aaron, and many other examples in the Bible. Lord Jesus, we ask this morning, please, this morning, have mercy on us in any way we have exhibited pride, either in the word of our mouth, in our thoughts, in our action. Lord Jesus, or not, not giving you thanks for what you have done, please accept our thanks in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. This Lord, as your people place their hand on their chest, their right hand, I pray for you this morning. See the pride be uprooted now in the name of Jesus. The word of the Lord in Matthew 15, verse 13. Any seed that my father has not planted, when you were formed in your mother's womb, pride was not part of what God planted in your heart. So therefore, pride be rooted up now in the name of Jesus. Matthew 15, verse 13. Be rooted up now in the name of Jesus. With the blood of Jesus over your body, soul, and spirit. Now to somebody now, because that spirit of pride is living. 
I command you, spirit of uh, um, the devil, I command you to leave the people of God in the name of Jesus. Amen. Be free, be free in the name of Jesus. Amen. In the name of Jesus. People Amen. of God, be free in the name of Jesus. Amen. I command you to go in the name of Jesus. Amen. Now, in the name of Jesus, be living God, be healed of the living God. Because Amen. the spirit of pride is out of your life, you are healed already. Father, we this morning, all Amen. that you desire to do today, the Lord will grant you favor. He will, Amen. You. He will grant you direction and you Amen. will never change. For in Amen. Jesus' name, we are praying.